Hey guys, my name is Brett Ferguson. I'm a current student at the University of South Carolina where I'll be graduating in May 2020. Welcome to episode 16 of the Struggle to Sovereignty podcast. Before you jump into episode 16, I want to talk a little bit about the episode 15 response. It was so cool having my first music guest on the podcast. First, just to say that. Tripping on Bricks is not only just a music artist and band. They're so much more than that. They're able to break down life into such a jovial way. If you haven't realized on the podcast, that was probably the most lighthearted podcast I have had on the Struggle to Sovereignty yet. And it was probably one of my favorite to record. Those guys were so much fun in the studio and they truly understand what our mission statement is here. Even whenever I was repeating the mission statement at the end, they all kind of looked at me and they said, man, you just remember that off the top of your head? How do you, how do, you do that? And they just were such a bright light in such a jovial manner to be able to discuss these ideals and break down what our daily motivators are and how to get through adversity. It was incredible. I'm so blessed and so just thankful that we've been able to build a relationship with members like them and also incorporate them into our community. Guys, I will be releasing on our Instagram when their album pre-sale comes out. I believe he said it should be November 9th. I'll have to recheck on that date. But keep streaming Lace. If you didn't hear it at the beginning of the last podcast, it's a pretty kick-ass song. It's a windows down, sunny day, ready to go type of song. And I'm so thankful to have those guys with me and be able to record something like that. So enough with episode 15. I have to tell you guys a little bit about Squattober and Sober October. We are finished. It is the 31st. We have gotten through this month. If I have to say what motivated me throughout it, it was you guys. Keeping myself accountable to be the type of person to talk the talk and walk the walk is huge. I have such a blessing and such an awesome opportunity to be able to own a podcast like this. But then in turn, with that opportunity comes responsibility. I have to be responsible in my actions to do these things I saying I do. And I'm very proud of it. So... With that being said, for the entire month of November, I am joining a movement called Movember. What Movember is, is pretty much you just grow the wildest facial hair you possibly can and you wear it to support men's testicular cancer. It's incredible. It's a really cool movement. And I'm going to be posting all, all that with some crazy facial hair for you guys, which will be hilarious. So enough about that. We're done with this. We're done with episode 15. We got to focus on the task at hand here. Episode 16. Episode 16, guys, I am joined by an individual that has been through it. He really has. In our pre-interview, we talked about how his the way he looks at life is very different than others, right? He doesn't necessarily have the easiest path right now. It's been tough. It's been a tough transition. D'Angelo Stevens is a, a member of our community that hasn't always had it handed to him. 
never has. But he's able to overcome adversity and develop himself, a community, and his family and friends and everybody that surrounds him into better people by his story. And I'm so excited to share it with you guys. So without further ado, episode 16, I am now joined by D'Angelo Steven. Son. <laughs> Steven's son. There we go. What's up, man? What's going on, B? How you doing, man? Good, brother. Good, man. So here, uh, tell everybody a little bit about you. Let's let's kind of discuss your background and anything else pertaining to you. Well, um, first and foremost, I want to say I'm an alumni of the University of South Carolina Go Cops, broadcast journalism, class 2018. What's up? Um... I'm actually from Winsboro, South Carolina. Um, I went to Fairfield Central High School. Um, I played ball in high school for three years, and you know, I came here, and you know, that was it. Not a lot about me. I love poetry. I love ball. I love music. Music yeah. is like my life. So, you know, so, whatever thing I'm going through, I listen to music. Just get me through the day. Yeah, man. So um, you talked about a little bit of. We talked especially too. I pointed it out during the pre-interview. We talked about poetry. Mm-hmm. What poetry means to you? Where did that start? Where's that been going? What has that been developing you? How how has that kind of came to fruition in your life? Poetry started for me in eighth grade. I remember growing up. Um, I really wasn't the social type. Okay. You know, I really um, was an introvert. Um, you know, of course, like any any child in part of their life, they get bullied. You know, instead of insecurity, well, I had insecurities, but I, I just didn't trust people that much. So I used poetry as an outlet to just release my feelings, whether they were good feelings, bad feelings. I don't know feelings, if you understand what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just picked up a pen and paper and just just started writing you know since eighth grade and it just been carrying on ever since then i've done a couple of poetry slams you know here at the university i've done spoken word at a bar at five points before it closed down i forgot the name of it though (laughs) um but but yeah poetry has been my life you know in the past couple of years man i really enjoy it poetry is metaphoric in its stance what is what ways do you believe the like the metaphors and the stories being told by poetry have an effect on you? It's a, kind of a tough question and a, and a, and a willy answer, but it, what what does that mean to you? Like the the meaning behind the verbiage within poetry? It's, it's more of an emotion thing. Okay. You know, you you release that emotion out, um, and it allows people whoever reads it, or even even if you read it to yourself just to know what you've been going through in that sense. I feel like for me, when I talk to myself, I say each poetry, each poem is, is like a stance in your life. Yeah. You know, you're just trying to get it out on a sheet of paper or even in your mind, you know, just try to get it out. And the metaphor is just, it's like a burst, of a burst of just energy and emotions and just all this electronic things that's going on. And you yeah. just got to get it out somehow. Got to get it out, man. Right. And I think that's, that's something that's huge is being transparent with the way you discuss ideals, right? Being able to sit back and actually talk about things. Right. That's been something that I've struggled with for a very long time. I, I've discussed that on the podcast before. It's, it's tough to, especially as a man right especially as a man right you know what i mean because like every we have such a view a skewed sense on manhood in society in society right ryan mickler is an individual if you if you don't know the name i suggest to look it up ryan mickler has a very vast very very vast development and improvement on my life right like he does he 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 is a man and whenever he breaks it down Men are emotional creatures. Human beings are right. emotional creatures. We right. are. We are. That's the way our mind is built. We yeah. are emotional. Right. And, but 
being able to tune those in emotions and tune those emotions into something productive right in order to be a better man right rather than letting those emotions overcome you mm-hmm. and create something that becomes stagnant right letting your life become stagnant where you start getting comfortable right Com- comfort's emotion mm-hmm. like they, it is and at its own standpoint whenever you start letting those emotional influences overcome your life rather than using those emotional influences to push your life it's very different Right. right, it's very different. Mm-hmm. I'm going to touch you upon that. Like, it's, it's as a man, it's even harder. And I'm just speaking from my experience as an African American man. Sure. Like emotions, like all of that is so transparent. Yeah, man. Because we're we're basically taught at a young age to have thick skin through anything. Yep. Whether it's good, bad, anything. Yep. So when I um when I first transferred here. <laughs> all of my emotions just started to come out. I bet. Because this is like a time where it was, I was coming to a school, you know, a lot of diversity. I've never seen this much diversity yeah. in my life. So just a lot of this emotions and like, I would say the real D came out mm-hmm. when I got here. And like, when I'm with my buddies and with my friends, I'm not afraid to express these emotions because they've been inside of me for so long. Yep. And they, and they have to get out somehow. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people will see, like, oh, well, he may be angry, all this stuff like that. But some of us are misunderstood. 100%. Because we have to get this these these things out of us. Yep. You know, it's like a disease. It's like you've been carrying this on since you were in grade school, middle school, high school, even a little short stint, you've been out of college. You got to get these things out. Yeah, man. I'm telling you. Like, I used to ball, and, and basketball can only do so much. Yeah. Sports can only do so much. Yep. You gotta talk. You so, gotta get out. Antonio Dawkins, um, it was the second episode. I'm not sure if you've seen it. If you haven't, I suggest you to see it. And anybody listening, Antonio has had the craziest story I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Like, like, Antonio, I played high school football with him, and Antonio went from sleeping in our locker room, homeless, mm-hmm. to going to college, getting out of college with a four year degree and playing football the entire time. And then after that, now is in Shanghai, China, training for a professional football organization. That's crazy. Crazy, man. But the coolest part about it, one of the things, I was listening, I was re, I list, re-listen to the episodes all the time. And, what, and just to pick up on information I might have not gotten whenever I first had the interview and listened to it a few times in the past, something that stuck out to me, and Antonio said, we are so much more than just athletes. We are so much more. And, the, and, and working in athletics and working in strength conditioning like I do, that's such a powerful testament, mm-hmm. you know? And that sounds very simple. It, very, it sounds very simple. Like, of course, you're more than just an athlete. Like, you're a person, you have a family. You have a, yes, yes, that's surface level. Let's dig a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Do you, know, you know what it's like as an athlete. Right. You know, you, you know what you face. Mm-hmm. You know the adversity you face. You know the time management skills you have to have. You know, the, being able to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and go to practice where you're not doing something that is fun. Mm-hmm. You're going sweating, running, lifting. Even though those things, yes, yes, in hindsight, you enjoy them, which is a reason why you do the sport, but you might not enjoy the integral steps that you have to keep taking as an athlete in order to be better, in order to be better. And one of those steps, truthfully, especially like mental health coaches are popping up all around the nation sports organizations follow one on linkedin uh i can't remember her name but she is the mental health uh, skills coach for the phillies for the philadelphia phillies 
And uh, I bet Bryce Harper's not feeling too good about now. After Probably that, not. After that win last night. <laughs> but she's the mental health. And they literally, their sole purpose is to educate athletes on how to be emotionally stable. That, like, that's exactly what we're talking about. Exactly. Like, and that goes kind of back to the NBA. Like, recently, you have players like Kevin Love and even DeMar DeRozan who said um, once, and I quote, he was like, there was a time where he he wouldn't even speak about it. Yeah. But then again, it came to the point where he had to look at himself and say, it's not about DeMar. It's about everybody. Yep. So he just went out on a place. Now that he has that platform, he's teaching people about this. Yep. What, what it is to go through as an athlete, you know, the steps that they have to go through every day, not being able to see your kids or your family and all that type of stuff. People assuming so much from you and yeah. you're just a normal person like everybody else. It's yep. just what they see, they assume. Yep. And it really hurts them. Yeah, yeah and, and travel too, like you said. Right. Travel's huge. That's what a lot of athletes talk about. Mm-hmm. People don't understand that, like, yes, when the Houston Rockets for example, mm-hmm. have to go play, I don't know, um, let's say they have to play the Clippers or something like that. You have to fly from Houston mm-hmm. to California, normally play the game that night or the night before right. or the night after you flew there, right? Then you have to fly right back to Houston to start training again. Do you know what mental toll that puts on your... Mentally it sucks. And even as a high school athlete, um, I played high school ball and I played AAU ball because I love the game yeah. so much. But when you're so caught up into it and the conditioning and the games and everything else you lose you lose in the hindsight of like the little things yeah like when when you have a tournament like during the week of christmas yeah you don't think about no. it until like after the fact like yo i just missed christmas because i had a game yeah or i just missed thanksgiving because i had a game dude thanksgiving football every year every going year. to the playoffs exactly. going to the playoffs dude i had practice on thanksgiving every single time and you gotta miss out on family, too. right? You gotta like you have to like it's it, it, it's such a weird concept for somebody, especially too not like now that I don't play sports mm-hmm. that I look at, and I wouldn't say it's weird for me specifically because I deal in sports, I deal with sports all the time. Like I I'm pretty biased on the situation, right? But for people that don't do it, they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. They don't understand what athletes have to go through now, especially too. Um, this is, you know, this is pretty political that I bring this up, but with the pay to play, mm. you did that just came out, mm. um, or pay to play, whatever, pretty Im- name image and name image likeness, pretty mm. much. That is its own manifestation of what these athletes' concerns are. I'm right. not going to pick either side. I have my own personal opinion about it, but I'm not going to discuss that on the podcast. But for example. That is in turn what has developed, but mm-hmm. due to these athlete struggles, especially emotionally, especially yeah. emotionally. So, in regards to athletes and and into the sports realm, I want to talk about Spurs Up. What has Spurs Up meant to you? And describe a little bit about what it is and how one of the, actually the team members that I have now runs it, runs your baby, dude. Spurs Up was my baby, man. I started Spurs Up um, my junior year. Uh, here at the university I was part of SGTV and um, I got the idea from First Take First Take is like my favorite show to watch on TV you know Ugly Got Undisputed but First Take Stephen A. Smith is like a god I love Stephen A. Smith so um, it was basically like a round table show we would talk about a lot of different things in terms of sports we wouldn't really get into like the the deep dynamics of it in terms of like standings and stuff we would just like just argue a little simple things like oh is Kevin Durant actually the best player in, in the league or whatever but um 
just just doing that show, man. Just you know, just the preparations I would do for it. it's kind of like how you do for your podcast. Yeah. It's like it's kind of like being an athlete. It's like after one game, yep. you prepare for the you next game, the next. and it's like, all right, cool, bet. So um, when it was time for senior semester, it was hard because I, I grew up with that sort of. I kind of like yeah. raised it to where it was, and um, Jack, who was just like. You know, my best friend, my buddy, I love him so much. Like, I was like, yo, I gotta give this to somebody. I got somebody has to adopt this thing. Gave it to Jack. And I can't tell you how freaking proud I am of that kid to where he's taking it. I mean, he had Ryan Helensky's dad yeah. on the show. And I was like, yo, this, like, he goes the extra mile to get what he wants. He had Marcus Lattimore on. Marcus Lattimore, the first episode when he did, that was his Boom. first episode. First episode, Marcus Lattimore, and I was like, yeah. He said, we don't open doors, we kick him open. We kick him open. I think he burned him down. I yeah, don't even right? know. Like he, they, They're gone. They're, yo, they're, they're gone. That, that wall's not there anymore. And as I just tell him every day, like, yo, I cannot tell you how proud I am of you every single day. Like, I love that kid. I'm proud of him. And I, I, I feel like in the future, that, that boy gonna have something special. Oh, he's gonna, gonna be someone. That boy gonna be talented. I'm he's telling gonna be someone. That's gonna be a talented kid. Cause he, cause Jack especially too. It, it, I I swear on everything. Jack Taylor is a juggling act. Right. That dude juggles every responsibility that he possibly can. Dude, he juggles dance marathon. So if you're not familiar with what dance yeah. marathon is, I know you are. But if for anybody else, pretty much it's around all college campuses within the United States. And it's, they raise money and they have this big 24 hour thing where they go to, I believe, uh, our gym, Strom Thurman, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they go to Strom and they go there and they put on this big event to raise money for, do you know who they raise money for? I don't know. I don't really know what they actually it, raise money for. Yeah, but. Like, but they raise millions of dollars for, I, I, it, I can't remember what charity it's for. But anyways, Jack does that. Jack is a huge part of the struggle of sovereignty jack completely runs spurs up jack does and and being a part of an organization like sigma phi epsilon with him jack does a million and a half things in there and on top of that he's juggling like social life family life everything else and school, school and it's like and a 18 hour credit schedule and i'm like yo and i'll be trying to tell him like yo you need to go to sleep <laughs> he does and that's the thing about jt like he he does not like to stop no. he goes and it's like he doesn't like to be bored i'm like yo be bored yeah, like one saturday <laughs> stay at home and just eat a bowl of cereal in your underwear i don't know what you need yeah, to right. do watch some cartoons just sit just you need to like refresh your mind nope i'm moving i'm on the clock every single minute of the hour you and know, it's a lot like that too um actually i posted something on our instagram this morning about it uh kevin hart Kevin Hart, yeah. He's a, he's right. a grind man. Right. He's a grind man. And he put, uh, you see his, uh, he had that accident. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he had that accident. But Jack, like, the video was about, the, most, the video I posted was about the accident mm -hmm. and what he took from it. And it, it was exactly that. It was, he's like, I'm a grind man. Mm -hmm. He's like, that's that's what's bred into me. But he's like, but it has made me so thankful. So pretty much, in turn, Kevin Hart, got into a really bad car wreck i believe it was at the beginning of september uh but anyways if, if you know who kevin hart is or you listen to him at all that dude does not stop right. he is a workhorse but he got in this car wreck and he was able to step back and be like i spend more time with my family now i'm able to sit back and get actually the creative juices flowing by sitting and relaxing even though i'm a grind man i can relax for a second right. to reestablish what my base is jack 
is a prime example of right. that. He's a prime example. And not saying it's going to take something like that for that mm-hmm. to happen. But Jack will have a realization where he's like, you know what? I should step back today and let today be Jack Taylor. Let and today I think another today. example is LeBron. LeBron's the same way. When, yeah. he, when he missed the playoffs this year, he said, um, this is the first time in like 16 years that I can actually stop, acknowledge things, and spend time with my family because for the first 16 years of my career, I've been work, 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 playoff, playoffs, NBA finals, five straight years. Yeah. And he, he just he just enjoyed it. But, you know, JT, I feel like he's he's doing it now because he he intentionally knows, he knows. that something is gonna, something great is going to happen. You see the him. picture he just posted? There's a picture of him. Um, it was him in Nayland Stadium, Nealon Stadium, however right. you want to call it. I got yelled at because I said it wrong this weekend, uh, this past weekend. He was there reporting on the game. Guys, he reported that game Saturday night, got back Sunday, edited the entire podcast for Tripping on Bricks Sunday, mm-hmm. and we had it out by Monday morning. Yeah. That just shows, dude. Like, he's reporting on Saturday night, coming yeah. back in, editing the episode, throwing it up Monday. And that's the thing I've always interpreted in life. You know, it doesn't matter how old you are. You can learn from someone that's younger than you. Oh, my gosh. And I learn from him every single day. Every day. Like, um, like I told you in the pre-interview, like, I go through my stuff every day. I cannot tell you how many texts and how many times he yells at me mm-hmm. every single day to get up, do what I got to do. It's all in your head. Get out your head. Just go do whatever. Like, he yeah. does that. He cares about the people in his life. He cares about what he does, all his occupations or whatever. That's JT for you. And I'm telling you, like, I learn that from him every day. And I, he's such a blessing in my life. Man, he's someone honest special. With you, man. He's in everybody's some, life. He's someone special. You know, he was the very first person that reached out to join right. my team on Struggle to Sovereignty. Man. He, he doesn't say no. He like, doesn't he'll, say no. He'll do something. And, like, he, like when he going to be like Steve Jobs. That boy going to be somewhere. <laughs> So let's talk a little, you know, I, we, I could sit here and have an entire podcast talking about Jack and how thankful I am for him. But let's talk about, like, you and what your internal motivators are. What, like you said, you have that external motivation from Jack to, hey, D'Angelo, get up. Let's do this thing. Let's go conquer today. You know, what what is your personal motivation to get up? Me. Just me and a new day. You know, every day you get a new 24 hours. It doesn't matter what you do the day before. It doesn't matter what happened last week. It doesn't matter what happened the week before, the year before. Every day is a new day. Yep. Every every day is a blessing to wake up and, and start something new. You know, um, college life, college, I mean, life after college, excuse me, is hard. Yep. It's tough trying to find a job and, you know, trying to stay productive some type of way, even if you have a, a part-time job or full-time job. Within that, it's hard. And you can't get discouraged some days because we all have ultimate goals in life. Yeah. And um, I just wake up every day and I just play some tunes and I just think, like, yo, who am I doing this for? Yeah. I'm doing this for my mom. I'm doing this for my grandpa who passed away, but he's still watching me for my grandma. Guys like Jack who helps me every day. Yeah. Just, just It's stuff like that that really helps me get up in the morning and just say, yo, I, I'm, I'm about to do it. I'm about to kick butt today. And, you know, for me, too, if, like, an internal motivator for me is, you know how capable I am? Right. There is nothing wrong with the body God gave me. There is exactly. nothing wrong with the with the mind God gave me. There isn't. Every, every, everything works accordingly. Mm-hmm. It, it's just like a car. Mm. Right? How long or how much am I going to run that car for it to be the best performance vehicle I possibly have? Exactly. What fine tunes am I going to make to the engine? Mm-hmm. Am I going to add a muffler? Am I? What am I going to do? How am I going to build myself mm. as 
an automobile that goes along my path in life, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, how do I build the best performance vehicle? Even though it might take a while to build it, it might take it might take years right. for you truly to build yourself into who you are. But then, as you go on that path of life, new new experiences happen, new fine tunes are integrated, exactly. different mindsets are approached into your life, different ways of thinking, mm -hmm. understanding situations, not being so level-headed or not sorry, not level-headed, not being so strong strong-willed and stubborn to believe in your own ways and what you were raised right that like fine-tuning constantly to who you want to be i think that's that's huge for me and on top of that you know and you're absolutely correct the most thing the most important thing that i've learned from a friend of mine like she's she's just incredible is always feed your mind feed your body spiritually don't be afraid to meditate always be in a room by yourself listen to some music just some sounds or whatever people think it's a soft thing yeah me personally, as I got older, I've learned to like meditate my mind, my body, my soul, and my spirit. Yes. Whether it's what you eat, what you think, what you do, you know, it's nothing wrong with doing that. Yeah. Because as you get older, you get wiser, yep. and as you get wiser, you become smarter. Yep. So you know, don't be afraid to do stuff like that. What does being alone mean to you? To me, oh, isolation. Um, me in isolation, <laughs> we had a we got a pass. Okay. But it, it depends on the mood. Usually, um, I'm always overthinking things, and that's not a good thing. I'm being honest, which I do, because I expect so much out of myself. Yeah. But it's also a time to step back and just breathe yeah. and just acknowledge the good that's in your life yeah. or the good that you've done for that day or whatever the case may be. Like, I'm a big music fan. Music is... is, is I love R&B, I love soul, I love neo soul, I love all time. I love everything. Depends yeah. on the mood. So whenever I'm alone, I'm always putting something on and just thinking about the beauty that I've done for that day, mm -hmm. or just the excellence that I've done for that day, or just if something that I said to help someone that day. Right. I love doing that type. So when I'm alone, I'll I'll think of people and just text them like, "Yo, how was your day? How you been doing today? Like, Incredible. what you been what you been up to this week?" You know, people think. Me personally, I overthinking and say like I'm annoying, but at the same time, it's like it takes a real human being to care yeah. about an X amount of people. It does. Like, cause some people they walk around here, they they they're so arrogant, they they high self seen, whatever you want to call it. I'm not like that, cause I wasn't raised like that. Not my, my, my grandmother, my grandmother's the sweetest person. Both of them are. They're like the sweetest human beings on earth, and they taught me to care about. As much people as you can, because you never know how Dude, the way ever. you affect someone in life. You just never know. One text message could be the difference. Exactly. Like just one, one, and as simple as that is. You know how long it takes you to send a text message? Right. Twenty seconds at most. Twenty seconds. You have twenty seconds out of your day of twenty-four hours. You take twenty seconds to improve someone's life. What does right. that do? Right. And the fact that you took the time out of your day mm -hmm. to think about them, to approach them, and to say something to them. That entire process is interpreted by that person. It is for me. Right. If someone texts me, I'm like, wow, so they took the time out of their day. So they were thinking about me. They decided to shoot me a text. And not only did they shoot me a text, it was to better me. Right. And, I, and I think um, another thing, too, man, like, don't be afraid to hang out with people, man. I think strangers are beautiful because you never know what you can learn from a different nope. person. Like, um... I, I will go out my way and just hang out with people. Me yeah. because I was an introvert for so long. I was so isolated for so long. Like as a kid, 
getting to know people now especially in my 20s it's beautiful because we're more mature now yeah so it's like wow i get to learn something new about this person i can inject it in my life whether yeah. it's good you know feeds me nutrients for my soul and my body so you know i'm i'm always about going the extra mile just being around people man because like people are beautiful bro like they are like yeah they are just yeah. absolutely and you know it's funny that you say that last night i was in class it was my international business class and somebody asked me they're like oh hey man um one of my group partners uh we were kind of just shooting the shit and he said hey man you're gonna go to jake's tonight and i said oh no nah, man i'm almost done with the sober october thing i'm not sure if you're and anyways i was giving him the whole spiel about like what it was and like who founded it and everything like that and i said the name joe rogan this guy turns around but right behind me and I, he was at the one person I was telling all this to. He was like, who's Joe Rogan? And this dude behind me turns around and just goes, dude, he's probably one of the coolest people on this planet. Right. <laughs> like, like just like individual. And so what that did, it caught my attention. Now I'm sitting there having a conversation with somebody else. Right. And me and this guy I had never met before. He literally just said his words were Joe Rogan is the man. Like, that was all he had to say. Dude, that spurred a 45-minute conversation mm -hmm. about him wanting to get involved with the struggle of sovereignty. Mm -hmm. And that's how all that stuff starts, man. Just, like, one instant thing. Like, you find similarities and strangers, man. I've done it completely. Sound like, I, when I was at Strong, I used to play ball at Strong almost every night because basketball was, like, an escape for me. Yeah. I, I, half of my friends on my phone, I've, I've met at Strong. Yeah. I'm playing five-on-five, five, games of 16, fouling, all that type of stuff. Just yeah. because it's, it's a world outside of it. And it's like, yo, we get to talk about who's going to win NBA Finals, who's going to be MVP. And we became, like, close friends outside of basketball. Yeah. Like, going out, doing all this other stuff. You know, having fun, having fun you know, meeting new people and stuff like that. And me as a kid, I was so afraid of that because of the bullying and all that other type of stuff. And it's like my trust, just the doors of trust just open yeah. to everybody. Yeah. And this is just so beautiful. To Man, me. it is. And, and I think it's gorgeous just being able to understand people at a at that level like right. breaking it down into that like underneath that surface level underneath that instagram profile underneath those acrylic nails underneath that uh, nike shirt or whatever who wh where what, what's in there right right and breaking that down and finding out, out about people because you will find so much more about yourself mm -hmm. whenever you look at other people sometimes right and that's right. a true statement like i find myself i find not and not a bad way not in not in a detrimental way what why the reason why i say that Sovereignty in, in turn, which is the reason, one of the pretty much base reason for this entire thing. Sovereignty is influenced from external controls, right. right? So you want to get away from those influences of external control. And people look at that and for, I've been approached by it. It's like, oh, well, yeah, I just want to get away from like viewing people. I just want to be myself. It's like, yes, absolutely be your own person right. be the best d'angelo stevenson you could possibly be right. but use other people to help you exactly. be the best d'angelo Stevenson. and you won't realize about stuff about yourself mm -hmm. until you truly have that conversation with people right? right and i had it on i wrote a poem like not too long ago i wrote it in honor of one of my best friends um it's called human reflections and it's it's basically mean like you can spend time with someone for so long or for like five seconds and you can find a reflection of yourself yeah. in each human yeah. no matter what you do and that just adds to build a block to your life yeah. and like for me personally i 
whatever it is, I'm adding to my life. I'm telling yeah. you that right now because I'm still growing You're as still, a person. Man, I think we all are still growing as a person. Add every single second every of the day. day, man. Every day, the the adversity you face, you can take it and be like, all right, am I gonna grow for this or am I gonna right. get worse from this? Am right, I gonna be right. pissed off? Am I gonna be a jerk about this whole situation? Or am I gonna be better about it? Am I gonna be? Am I gonna be transparent with the way I talk about it and be transparent with my actions? Exactly. You know, with my actions. So. I have a quote for me, for right. you, and I really want to hear your thoughts about it. Let me pull it up in my notepad. Here it is. All right. So, ready for it? Yeah. Live life like people don't, so you can live like people won't. What does that mean to you? Oh, that's so deep. Say it again. So, I'll say it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so live life like people don't, mm. so you can live like people won't. What does that mean to you? Mm. <laughs> it's so different. It's it's so hard because I gotta write that down. I'm gonna <laughs> quote that from Brett. Next poem, put Brett you, in there. Oh Thank man, you, man. it's so tough, bro. I don't, I can't even answer that. Can I give you my right. personal reflection on it? And we we can kind of build off of this. So when I look at it, and I don't I don't put it in front of your eyes, so if you kind of have this for um, a tangible, so. For me, what that means is I have to set my own standard, right? As a person, I have a standard for myself that I have to constantly meet. These external forces that influence me to do things that aren't on that trajectory, Mm -hmm. I can either make a decision and say yes or no. Right. Right. If I say no and continue on that path. Right, that like like I was saying, the car, the car going down the road. So imagine you have a fork in the road, mm-hmm. and that's a situation. That's a person giving you an, giving you an ultimatum for something. You can say yes, or you can say no. Will that road carry you to your end goal? Mm-hmm. Will it, or will it stray you off path? Right? right. So whenever I say no to things, for example, in a situation that I know it won't be self-building, like it won't build myself into where I want to go, I say no to it. But I take that with a grain of salt, right? I take that situation. It's like, okay, I said no this time, right? But what way can I influence myself to be a better person mm-hmm. to deal with those situations in a better manner? Where can I plan out time in my schedule to be social and have fun with that stuff like that, right? And that's something I struggle with a lot mm-hmm. because I always, like that said, I don't, I don't live like people do. Like, right. I do not live like the average person does. Mm-hmm. I don't. I have a full-time job while I'm in college. I run this podcast. I'm the chaplain of Sigma Phi Epsilon. I'm an advisor to a club here on campus. I have, I'm have i full-time schedule. I mean, I have a lot going on, and I don't live like people do. But that last part, I live. I don't live like people do right. because I don't. I want to live like people won't. Mm-hmm. That's my interpretation on it. So now you got a little time to think about it. What's yours, man? All right, cool. First of all, I want to say shout-out to Sig Up. Y'all got some cool memories of Sig Up, man. I'll be honest with you. Um, I would say just um, just be you. Okay. Just walk your own path. You know, just understand where you're going. Understand that you have to make sacrifices in life, and just know, like you were saying, like if there are things that you don't like about it, say no. Yeah. You're gonna have to take it. I mean, that goes from anybody. Like if you agree with someone or if you don't agree with someone, and it's always the hardest decisions. Absolutely. Like as we get older, do you know how hard it is to disagree with your parents? Oh. It's tough. Like it's my tough, my mama is like, that's my number one lady. But there are days where I have to tell her no. Yeah. She gets angry. 
you have to live with that sacrifice but then again you have to say yo maybe this is best for me because this is a sign of me actually growing up out of her shadow so um going back to what you said like i'm i'm the i'm not the average person either like yeah. i don't go out like that i i have a, a, a part-time job while i'm looking for a job i write poetry i do different things i'm not right. a big drinker I, I don't do half of the stuff everyone does right. i mean at, at first i was afraid of that but then again i looked at it as like whoa this artistic mind that i have it i interpret it into like my creativity yep. and everything and you know and I always look at people like, okay, people are going out or whatever the case may be. I'm not missing out on anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? I could do that another day. You know what I'm saying? And I think the first part it says live like people don't. You don't have to you don't have to live like everybody else. Yep. Be you. Be your own brand. Be how how did I say it? I would say it like Be your own originator. Cool. I love that. Be your own originator, and so you won't have to be like everybody else. And write your own origin story. Exactly. D'Angelo, we got to wrap this thing up, man, but what a beautiful soul, man. Thank you so <laughs> much for coming on, dog. I really appreciate you. No problem. I thanks for having me, man. Yeah, I appreciate I have, it. Have you, I've, I've really enjoyed this time, man, and I hope, you, I hope you've done the same. And I hate to wrap it up, but... That's okay, man. man this, cool. is, this is awesome. I really appreciate you, man. I appreciate it, B. Yeah, I appreciate bro. it. Yeah, bro. So listen, guys, um, as we wrap up episode 16, I just kind of wanted to give a little bit of insight into D'Angelo. D'Angelo is, like I said, man, he's just a beautiful soul. Listen to this guy speak and how the way he thinks about things and how he's very calm and cool in his approach, but is lethal in his actions, right? Breaking down that war. Not not just opening up a door, but kicking that shit down. Right. That, that's what we're about, man. <laughs> that, and that's what we want to instill here at the Struggle to Sovereignty. I'm so blessed to have such an awesome friend like D'Angelo. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on today, man. I really Thanks for having it. me, man. I appreciate it. So as we wrap up, guys, I'm going to say our mission statement, like we say at the end of every episode. And the mission statement is as follows. This group is designed to be a constant open communication between members to deal with issues that arise in everyday life. Whether it be fitness goals, personal goals, or life struggles, this podcast is designed to uplift all those involved. Dulcius X Asparis. Thank you guys so much. Struggle to Sovereignty is powered by Garnet Media Group.